Welcome everyone to the Dining Room Table Podcast, a weekly conversation that addresses taboos in the Black community. We emphasize vulnerability, transparency, and authenticity to change the narrative and stigma of self-expression in our community. I am your host, Miranda X, and this week I'm joined by Miles Wright, and our topic and question for the day is, missing out on a potential good relationship because of spiritual or religious differences. Have you ever been attracted to someone or vibe with someone just to learn that their spiritual beliefs weren't the same? What would you do? Do you leave because that's a deal breaker for you? Or do you stay because it could be your future mate? Let's talk about it. So first, I want to welcome Miles to the podcast. So what's going on, Miles? Not too much. Just want to say thank you for inviting me. Really appreciate it. No, thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. How's your day going? It's going pretty good. Can't really complain. I just had a full day at work. Glad to be done. How about yourself? I'm doing well, just getting my life as always. Um, but I, I, I want to honor your time. And as always, what I do with every guest is I, um, I want to begin with giving you the permission to be yourself and to stand in your truth. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. So for the listeners, Miles approached me last week, or not last week, a few weeks ago, and we actually had an interesting conversation about being agnostic and how that impacts his relationship with Black women. And so how I would like to begin, Miles, um, do you want to explain what being agnostic means? Uh, Sure. So uh, for me, being agnostic means that I had to sum it all up, that I neither believe nor, nor disbelieve in God. Uh, but to add more detail in that, um, it's just that I don't believe that we don't we have found the answer uh, to what God is or defined it, uh, and that's just from my experiences and seeing how much uh, just hate and how much um, people use and manipulate religion uh, to hurt others. Mm-hmm. And so, how long have you been agnostic? Have you always been that way? Um, so weirdly enough, I grew up in the church. Um, my uncle's actually a pastor. Uh, so I was always active within it, but I never liked going to church growing up. It was always a battle. Um, my parents would have to entice me, uh, through like, we're going to go somewhere after church or, um, through having some type of activity that I wanted to join. Uh, like I was, um, I played my trumpets in the church one time and I was on like the church's chess team, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just always disliked being there. Um, and it never really felt true to me. Uh, and then when I finally did tell my parents, uh, that I was questioning it, uh, it really wasn't received well. So from that, it oddly enough, it made me, want to learn more about like if I was the only one that questioned it because I was so like my family was so much within the church mm-hmm. um, but even now I still uh, it just doesn't feel right to me mm. has that um, do you do you think that impacts the closeness um, that you have with your parents or do you think they still love you 
um, the same way. Um, it definitely has. Uh, my mother used to tell me I was going to burn in hell mm. uh, when I first told her um, I was agnostic. Um, well, back then I used to say I was atheist, uh, where I just didn't believe in anything. Um, so it was switched. Yeah, it did switch. Um, mainly because uh, just in my life growing up in Baltimore, I've just been around like so much and somehow some way and even though like I myself got in trouble where I could have been put in, in juvenile hall and my life could did a complete 180 uh, but the cop didn't show up to the hearing so I was cleared and just had to do probation and uh, community service so because of things like that um, I just feel like <clears throat> you know life has worked out for me too well for me not to question you know why that is it can't all be luck and maybe it is luck but I don't have that answer and I don't feel uh like I'd be honest to myself to just put that on a higher power or call that God especially when um I have major like conflicts with um a lot of the teachings and the history and everything else Mm, I was just about to ask. I was like, so um, that wouldn't be God. But you, you're more so on you believe in luck. And you know how, like, there's a saying where you walk by faith and not by sight. So you wouldn't count it towards faith. You would say more so that, like, good luck. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. So um, I want to get down to the topic for the day. Um, uh, I, for the listeners, when Miles, we first spoke um, you called me out on a specific behavior that you observed me do on the last podcast. Um, do you want to talk about it um, a bit? Um, are you referring to? When I was talking to um, my last guest and I was like, oh, God's gift to earth, the black man. And you was like, Miranda, I noticed you do that. And then um, yeah, you talked to me about it a bit. Yeah. Um... I really wish I remembered more of the conversation. I think it was more so my introduction. Yeah. So, no, I remember your introduction. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't remember uh, what our conversation was exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I do recall you. It was on the last, uh, I believe it was the last episode. Um, mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I forgot his name, but the young man. Kevin. Was, yeah, Kevin. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how uh, he found love and him and his fiance uh, found each other. And that really spoke to me. But, um, I, yeah, you had introduced him as black man is a God's gift. And I just questioned uh, if you're going to do that for me, especially, like, <laughs> <laughs> with, my be- with my beliefs the way they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it even was more interesting to me. Uh, I don't know if you recall from me saying this, but you said that you had your own uh, conflicts with your belief. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just interesting to me that you introduced uh, – black men as God's gift uh, when you have your own conflicts. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I still do think that black men are God's gift to earth. I do think that you are a gift to earth and I know your beliefs um, are that the way that they are, but I still think that you're God's gift to earth. Cause that's what I believe in. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so um, I just thought that was very interesting. And um, you brought up how, um, and, and I want you to talk a bit about 
um, being a good person and being what you think is a good man and how you see that um, um, uh, I'm losing the train of my thought Um, how you being a good man how that ends up or your spiritual beliefs ends up being kind of like a deal breaker um, when you talk to black women specifically and so maybe if you can just drop some few qualities about how you are or who you are as a man like what, what what are some um, accomplishments maybe and then what are talk about what makes you a good man let's let's start there um well i feel like one thing that makes me a good man is that i'm honest about my faults mm-hmm. uh i i understand that a lot of people like view me as a good man but i still feel like i have a long way to go um especially because I'm willing to admit that I was trash. Very like, if <laughs> if I could line up my exes, maybe except for the last one, most of them would have, would have told you how trash I was. Um, and I don't take that for granted, uh, especially because um, I know personally I grew a lot through those. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that was constant. Uh, kind of conflict within those relationships was my faith. Um, especially because uh, my girlfriend when I was in high school, she started like, I don't want to say copying, but uh, she started questioning her faith too when we would have conversations. Mm-hmm. So then her mother got very upset at us, at me in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was having those conversations because I was, um, she said, pers- like, you know, persuading her daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Other qualities of being a good man. Um, I don't really know. Uh, honestly, it's just being honest. I'm very honest about who I, about what I can and cannot do. Um, I try to communicate uh, whenever I can, uh, just because my life, I'm constantly traveling uh, with my job. So I just feel like. So you have a job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. <laughs> That's what... I, I have a job. You um, do have a job. I have two degrees. You got two degrees. Um, um, what, you have one of them in your master's, right? Yeah. Um, okay. I got my master's in cybersecurity engineering. I got my. All right. You better stop playing. <laughs> you better say those qualities. My bachelor's in uh, electrical engineering. Um, okay. I went to USC and I went to Morgan State University. Um, what else? Other You're a man oh, of, maybe. I'm a, I'm a man of Mega Sci Five Turn Incorporated. All right now. Really good buzz. <laughs> um, also, I'm a phenomenal chef. Mm. Um, so you know how to cook. Yes, yes. What's your favorite dish, Mom? My favorite dish? Oh, it depends. <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm really good at breakfast. Uh, people swear by my eggs. My best thing I make is uh, these French toast rolls that mm-hmm. are basically French toast w- that are stuffed with uh, either jam or Nutella or cookie butter. Um, and you can kind of dip them in different sauces and, mm. and eat them. So, okay. All right now. Um, anything else that you want to let, let me know about you? Uh-huh. Not, what what's a fun fact? A fun fact. 
Oh, I've been I road tripped. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. So I, when I first got into USC, I drove from Maryland to my uh, job, which was in Intel in Oregon. So I, oh wow, I drove from east to west, uh, which was amazing and beautiful, surprising. I was in Iowa, uh, in the middle of nowhere, and my car broke down. <laughs> and you know, um, the population of Iowa, black people, um, were like. Me and my dad there were the 0.1% of their population. Um, but they're super friendly. And this guy who was a mechanic happened to tow our car for us for free, um, mm. figure out what was wrong with my car, fix it, and let us uh, back on the road all for free. That's love. Yeah. That's love. Like, first and... impressions, I was like, what's about to happen? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was just ama- amazing and helpful and that's what I'm talking about luck like things like that oh okay so it wasn't God it was luck yeah like so I wanted so um, just for the listeners too and thank you for sharing Miles um, um, some of the qualities about yourself I uh, for the listeners I really do appreciate Miles um, I love his life um, he's a he to me when I look at him and when I think of him, I think of a good man as well. Um, and so he's great. Um, I want you to talk more so of because it's more so an issue in your relationships when it comes to black women. Right. Do you do you know why that is specifically about black women that you being agnostic becomes an issue? Um, well, it's it's mainly just because uh, us black people, we the church is so ingrained within our community uh, and especially uh, from on my end, what I hear a lot of times is uh, a lot of black women desire to have that God fearing relationship. And even though I'm a good man, that's really nothing. That's not really something they're ever going to get uh, with mm. me. Uh, and I've, I've attempted that before. Um, and it, you've you've attempted what to be I, to believe in God? No, I've attempted to be in a relationship where oh, okay, the okay. person wasn't okay with my beliefs, but we're like, you know, if we like each other, if we care about each other, if we love each other, um, we'll just compromise and and we'll just figure it out as we go. Right. Uh, and it ended up with her like coming up with crazy scenarios to see what I would say. <laughs> right and me like knowing that she's doing it just to see what I say and coming up with like crazy responses like it was just pettiness mm. uh, around just our conflicting beliefs so would you have to date someone else who is agnostic or would you still be open to dating someone that um, is um, that doesn't believe what you believe in well that's the thing uh One one big reason why like I have this push away from the church and from religion and from God is that I feel like Christianity especially preaches a lot about acceptance, but mm-hmm. not a lot of its practitioners believe that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I've been dating people before where uh, there's been no conflict in the fact that I don't believe in God. They'll, they'll pray at the table and I'll wait patiently to show respect and still... Right and he asked them, but there's not like we have to have this conversation. It's an understanding. They accept the fact that I have, uh, my beliefs are different. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
maybe that's just because the church and like religion for them isn't that much of a focus uh, where they have where they need to like share that with someone else. Uh, but I just think it depends on the person. But it's it's a rare moment to find that I would say, for me at least. So I, I guess, but my question is, um, so do you, so when you are actively dating, even though I know you're single now, mm-hmm. do you try to like, okay, I know it's not going to work out if someone does not, who is, um, who isn't also agnostic, therefore I'm staying single until I find another agnostic person or just love is love. Like they just have to accept me and we're good. Love is love. Honestly, I, and when I'm dating, that conversation can come up on the first or second date. Okay. Um, just because I've tried, I've done the whole hiding thing uh, mm-hmm. where I don't tell them until like we're seriously uh, considering being together. But that, on, that to me feels manipulative. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to be open from the jump and I try to have that conversation uh, whenever I see an opening. Mm. Okay. Um, what about kids? I know we talked about this a bit. What about when you have kids? Man, I believe that you're free to believe what you want to believe. Uh, like, one big thing, uh, one way I validate, uh, I call it like my own journey through spirituality, is that uh, people have their own personal relationship with God, right? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, my personal relationship may be the fact that I just have, I question everything. I question uh, God's existence. I question uh, if Christianity is, is real. I question uh, which religion is the right one to believe in. Everything, right, every, right. Like, and that, if that is the case, and if I'm made in God's image, and that is where I'm, I'm just living how I'm supposed to live, then when, if that, it comes up to the, pearly gates and I'm being judged I personally I'm living 100% the way I want to, the way 100% uh, who I am so if that uh, is deemed incorrect then I'm okay with the consequences like I've, I've accepted responsibility well do you believe in consequences like how you say heaven or hell do you believe in such a thing I don't know who knows if there if it exists if it doesn't exist? I won't know until I, I die. Mm. So with that being said, I can only live my life the way that I feel is is just that I feel is right, and I just try to always you know if I decide to do something if, if I do something, I try not to make excuses for why I did it. Mm-hmm. As I, I remember, um, like growing up, I would say, oh. oh uh, this happened because of this. Instead of saying, I did this. Right, taking responsibility. So that's what I'm trying to do when it comes to my beliefs too and to uh, my disbeliefs, I guess, as well. Do you have any, what are your laws of life? My laws of life? Yeah, like when you say you try to, um, you live a just life, but those 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 rules, those laws are based on um, whatever your concepts are. So what are they? Are like two of them. Two of them. 
I'm trying to think of the most like not severe ones. Uh, I guess. We could say uh, severe ones too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be one simple or one severe one. However. Um. All right. So. One of my one of my biggest hints on like just being a just person is being open and honest uh, whenever possible. Mm-hmm. And I always like have conditions based on uh, my tenants just because I feel like nothing is ever uh, black or white. There's always gray everywhere. And you have mm. to, within your own beliefs, you have to have a fail safe, I guess, to to where you're not putting yourself down a path where you're not constantly questioning it. So I question my own tenets. So with that being said, like being open and honest whenever possible, there may be a time when it's just not in my benefit or in the other person's benefit to be open and honest with them. Maybe it, it may take time for me to do that. Um, but just knowing to do that and making that decision when uh, it's, I'm morally in the right. Well, how do you, so I guess, so what are your morals? Um. Hmm. Getting real deep right now. Okay. I, I, no, because because what I want to do, and then because it can, um, when it's time for you to ask me questions, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, uh, I'll um, reference back to this moment. But I'm I want to understand you, um, and um, it, I think that's important when it comes up to differences. Mm-hmm. Is trying to understand um the other person, and so when you say that um you abide by your own laws of life right or you go what is just i want to know how do you balance what's right and what's wrong how do you what are your morals what are your values what what is like um deal breakers for you does that make sense because or do you just go with the way of life like just wherever the wind blows and you know so my my morals are are bending and ever fluctuating they depend <laughs> okay. on situation like if, if i'm good i've been avoiding to say that but if to be completely 100 honest my my morals been and depend based on situation um okay like if i if i was back home in baltimore and i needed to survive i would do whatever it takes um my father raised me with only like three things you need to have food clothing and shelter and mm-hmm. growing up he said he would provide that for me no matter and whatever means possible, and that ever meant he would have to rob, cheat, or steal, he would provide for me. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with that mindset of I will do whatever is, is I deem is necessary. Mm-hmm. And that goes especially in with my morals. So if I'm mm-hmm. ever in a situation and it's my life or someone else's life, I'm willing and able to do that. It's not really like a it's a decision I'm I'm willing to make I guess that's why I say my morals are bending they're just situational I'm not willing to okay. say that like I I'm only going to I'm never going to lie because that's not true that was my next question yeah like that, that's <laughs> not true I, uh-huh. I'm a very uh in certain situations I'm a very closed off and not an open person. This is actually an exercise in me trying to be more open of a person. Okay. Uh, and and I'm happy. Thank you for, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for trying and going through it with me as well. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, 
as, as so something that's coming to my mind is like if your morals are situational right and you you're um and of course that's based on survival um how about when you find love and in, in, when you're in a relationship with a woman because what i hear you say right mm-hmm. and i'm gonna just tell you what maybe not all women think like this but yeah. for me so if you cheated on me right and mm-hmm. i'm in a relationship with you based on your morals because they fluctuate in their situation though i feel like you're going to find a way to justify why you cheated on me because your morals are situational and so how do how do i feel secure as your woman if i'm in a relationship with you um so there are two things okay Uh, the first one is so the first one is this i'm a person that i will express myself to my actions uh this is also why i tell if i'm ever like romantic with someone i tell them from the jump i'm not getting long distance relationships um Mm -hmm. they're not good for the like for my strengths long distance is not good i'm not the best when it comes to like expressing myself i'm not one to write you like love letters and things like that where i'm expressing uh the whys and hows and everything underneath the sun um it's just not who i am but I'm very much someone, if you ever heard like the five love languages, um, uh-huh. where I, I'm big on acts of service. Mm. I love like being able to uh, help or support in any way. Um, and I'm big on just like quality time. And my time is very limited, especially with like right now. Um, I travel Sunday through Thursday for my job and I'm in a holdover coast and I'm constantly tired. Uh, when I do decide that I want to dedicate my time to someone, uh, for me at least, that's very precious. So when I'm uh, romantic in love, I mean, romantic involved with someone, I'm, I, I'm open. I communicate. If they want to know something, they know it. Um, I'm, also very, I'm also very bad at lying. Um, okay. I, have a sh- I have a shitty memory. I can't remember what I did two days ago. So I would get myself caught in a lie. My mother to this day says, still says I'm a terrible liar. So I guess, but I'm still wondering, but in, in, in moments where you're still, I'm, I'm still not secure, right? I've also been through that experience. Uh, my first ever relationship and then like two other after that uh, have been, uh, I have been cheated on. Mm-hmm. Um, and just from that first relationship is what's kind of set me down that path of me being trash. Um, mm-hmm. It really did wound me. Um, and I was very distrustful. Um, and then, you know, it's during freshman year of college. Everyone's just figuring themselves out. Uh, so during that time, uh, I don't, I just was learning about life and what that meant. Um, and now from these relationships, I feel like I have learned uh, who I am as a man and what I can provide as a man. And when I meet that, when I'm with someone, I'm, I communicate with them. I, I, I'm open. I'm, 
I make sure that they feel secure in their position in my life. By doing, by saying. By communicating. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. I feel like that's all I'm going to get out of you. Yeah, I I, 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 I don't know what else you want from me. (laughs) Okay, I guess I'm looking like, like for me, I value integrity. I value time. You get me. I value trust. It's certain things that's just like, okay, this is what I expect in a relationship. Or oh, this is what okay. I expect to give in a relationship. So if I you... can, I can, okay. I can, I can answer that. Okay. Um, so what I expect to give in a relationship. So for me, uh, from my relationships, I've learned that, uh, people require different levels of affection, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be very selfish and my affection, I would only give affection up to the point where I felt like I needed it. And then I would be very, uh, standoffish. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but from me, I guess having empathy, I expect empathy from that person too. So like, say you just had a really bad day, right. Or like, say you're, you're having a busy week. Right. And I know you're having a busy week and, your apartment is trashed because you've had a busy week. Right. I would come over, clean your place, <laughs> and cook for you. And then be That's like... That's nice of you. Do you do that for friends, too? No, I do not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I need you in my life now. <laughs> I know you're across the country, but if you ever in Atlanta, let me know, because I'd be needing a room. <laughs> So like I'll I'll do things like that. Like I like I like planning dates. Uh, Mm. I I being really inventive with stuff. So like, um, find like different events to do. Do road trips. uh, Things like that. Okay, and so oh, um, uh, we're talking about uh giving. Um, I sorry, I went off way off subject. (laughs) Uh, but also uh, just giving. So so besides support, trust. Um, I also believe that a relationship, you should give that person 100% of, of yourself. Uh, I remember I used to uh, weigh, like, okay, if they did this for me, then I'll do that for them. Um, and that's just very selfish. So I try now to not even care. And I do that now, like, in my apartment with my roommate. Uh, if I see that this is a dirty, I'll just clean them. And I'll, I won't make a fuss of them because I know I'll feel better if the dishes are clean than me yelling at him to do them and them not getting done. Okay. So and I'm learning so, like compromise and things like that. So that's also something I want to, I believe in giving. Um, great. And so it sounds like, um, cause everything that I hear you say, um, um, sounds good so far. And, um, I wouldn't see how a woman would be mad at that. Um, I want you to answer the original question. I feel like you have, but I just want to, I want you to answer it straight up. Right. And so when, um, in the beginning I said, you know, have you ever been attracted to someone, vibe with someone, um, to learn that their beliefs are different. So I want to know, what would you do? Do you leave because it's a deal breaker or do you stay? I stay. You'll stay. Okay. So it's more so of, you don't care what beliefs they are. It's just, you want them to accept you. Yes. Got it. Has that worked out for you? Not yet. Do you believe it's going to work out for you? Yes. 
I hope Woody. it does. <laughs> like I, I um, have to. Like as I, I just have to believe in myself. Be I guess. Yeah, believe in myself. Okay. Um. Do you think now? Let me ask you this. What if there was like a God fearing woman, right? Mm-hmm. And you loved her, you fell in love, and then is it a way where she can make you believe in God? Like naturally, she didn't force it upon you. She just made you believe that, like, oh, she justified this is God's is existence. This is God right here. No, like, I, I just. It's a hypothetical. Like, I just cannot believe. Like, can't see myself validating something that's not tangible. Okay. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, I, I feel like one thing that is like escaping this entire conversation is that uh, I have the utmost respect for people that do have faith and mm-hmm. uh, their ability to have faith in a God and just know. Um, honestly, I can say uh, I am at times I'm jealous of it. I was going to ask, that was my next question. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, it's at times it's an insecurity of mine. Because uh, you wish you believed? Like you wish you could believe? Yeah, uh, it's it's not at times like, especially growing up, I would pretend to mm believe just so that I could feel like more a part of a group mm-hmm. um so it's I've been down the road of like where I tried to put that mask on and it's just it didn't feel right I always like mm-hmm. reverted back it would, it would always come up and I'd always just like but how can y'all believe this or this doesn't make sense Right, like I'm glad that everything makes sense for you and yeah. you have a source. Well, I'm done asking you um, try, um, about the other side, I guess. I, I want to thank you um, for like being truthful to your beliefs and being able to explain that. So I just want to make sure that I acknowledge that in the podcast. Um, I know you said you had a question for me. I don't know if you remember it or... Um, but I, I can um, continue. Yeah, I wanted to uh, flip uh, the script, per se, and ask you yourself. Um, I know, like I said, that you've had your own battles with religion. So has, has that had any impact on your dating life? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> No, not a, religion has nothing to do with my dating life. I can okay. tell you that right now. Um, um, no, to answer your question, no, yes, no. Um, um, so my thing when it comes to religion, right? It mm-hmm. it, it was it's kind of what you said earlier. I just have a hard time committing, and this is, and of course, I'm not agnostic. I do actually believe that there is a God but one thing that I can agree with you that I do um, struggle and I have struggled with is um, choosing a religion or committing to a religion because I'm not sure which which one is the right one right and I yeah. don't like how um, certain religions um, I guess excuse certain behaviors um, I should say like uh, for example with Christianity for me I could I just 
I could never allow myself to be a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why is I feel like that was um, a religion to um, keep my ancestors in bondage. Does that make sense? And so I'm not sure um, if I could ever believe in what the white men used to keep us enslaved. I agree with you and- 100% completely. That's one of my biggest hangups besides just the uh, like inherent misogyny within the Bible and how it just... Mm-hmm. Uh, just, uh, illustrates women and just hom- uh, homosexuality and everything else it bothers me and so I um, so yeah and so but but I battle and so I'm very introspective I talk to myself a lot I'm not crazy right but I do <laughs> sure have about a that? lot of yeah you know what I, I talk I have a lot of um, self talk right and mm-hmm. so I, I battle with myself and I call it like a spiritual warfare because I try to be like okay well maybe it wasn't the bible or maybe it wasn't you know maybe you just people manipulated the word of God and so it's not Christianity in itself it's just the way people manipulated it but because I battle with myself um, internally I cannot commit to it I feel like then I'm voluntarily signing myself for slavery or for a a mental slavery Mm -hmm. um but i have um i have um uh for the past couple of years i started to um learn more about islam and um more practice the um practice islam um and it's just i was drawn to it more but there's still certain questions that i have um with that faith as well and so as of right now i i try to take uh, bits and pieces of different religions and um abide by them abide by certain laws um mm-hmm. that's what i was asking you like oh what are your laws <laughs> <laughs> um and so i do take bits and pieces but i think that once i'm able to understand so what i try to do is try to understand different religions and different institutions but maybe the 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 institution of religion maybe that's not for me and so i try to do my best and say okay Miranda, how can you better be how can you best be connected to god like without having the middleman or without having the institution so i do believe um in god um do i think that religion has impacted um my dating life no um do i have a preference yes um um, sometimes I want a man that's in a nation um, of Islam. I, um, um, I, I admire um, the men of Islam, but certain things I don't agree with when it comes to women. Um, um, but, at the, but then there's parts that I do agree with. Um, but then I just want me a man who has a spiritual connection, connection and who is God fearing because I struggle in that area and I always feel like if I struggle I don't need somebody else that is um that struggles or that is indecisive or that their faith is just as shaky as mine does that make sense because I feel like I need somebody to guide me and to help me and to make sure that my foundation isn't shaky well so uh I have a question for you sorry to interrupt Mm -hmm. I just want to ask you this question while I have you here um (laughs) (laughs) yes sir uh do you not believe that someone can provide you foundation and disbelief? Like, can someone not be your bedrock, but not have uh, any faith? Um, because the because of the things that have happened in my life, 
Um, and and um, I, I truly think that um, it's a blessing. Does that make sense? I, I truly think that that was not luck. It, that, that like I was favored, like God had um, their hand on me. God looked out for me. It's certain things where I have to um, give credit to God because I know that wasn't me. And I'll be foolish to say, yeah, Miranda, me as a human or someone else as a human did that or played favor on mm-hmm. you. Does that make sense? And so I could never like volunteer myself to sign up for disbelief though. Can I accept it and accept those differences? Yes. Um, like that's like, um, how can I, um, cause I would like, like when I, when you first talked to me about it, right. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, well I, th- you know, love is love, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's the, that, that's the conversation I had in my mind. Like, well, love is love like if i end up falling for somebody um who um is agnostic i couldn't fall for an atheist period that's no but um <laughs> if i fell for somebody who was agnostic okay maybe because i would never want to but the how i worded that in my head i would never want to miss out on a blessing because of what i'm saying i'm not going to do right well you well let what, me finish wouldn't I, you miss out on a blessing if someone was an atheist that provided for you that gave you that filled you that filled your uh-huh. bucket and provide everything for you even so if it to... wasn't like and they let you be your spiritual free self and let you go on your own like quest um i'm gonna answer your question i'm gonna continue and i'm gonna back um wrap back around to that right okay and so um um that's like me also saying like for me i know I'm going to marry a black man, right? That's my preference. I'm never going to allow myself to be attracted to a white man, right? Okay. Um, that's, but that's my personal preference. I want chocolate babies. I want to have black babies. I'm good with that. But there's some level of control that I have to have upon myself to sit there and say, Miranda, you're not going to entertain a white man, mm-hmm. um, that's me, right? Because I could say, well, love is love. If I so happen to fall for a white man, it is what it is. For me, that's out in a bad way. I'm not going to allow myself to um, fall in love with a white man. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so for me, because I know that I can have that control and say and say he that white man fills my bucket, right? fills any type of bucket. I say I want a billionaire and this man is a trillionaire, right? Mm-hmm. He gives me everything that I need. Because I'm so strong in my beliefs of marrying a black man and because that's what I want, I don't care what good things that that white man provides for me. I'm just not doing it. Right? That's a non-negotiable for me. I'm good. And if that's a quote-unquote blessing, then that's just it. It's a blessing that I miss out on, but I'm not taking it as no L. Therefore, I'm not looking at it as a blessing that I have missed, right? And so, to answer your question back to with the atheist and um, someone, um, it was another um, word choice that you used um, when it came to the agnostic person. If they filled my bucket and they gave me um, all the things that I needed, you can be a great friend. I can accept you as a friend does mm. that make sense yeah but i cannot accept um not i shouldn't say the word accept i cannot volunteer myself to um be in um um a relationship and to marry um and me be conscious of it so you know how like you said you had to um you you back in the day you lied about it but now you're kind of like no this is me this is who i am yeah um i stand in my truth someone would have to lie to me 
and make me um and not tell me that and then I would have to deal with that when that bridge comes but I'm not saying that I can't my my bucket can't be poured right just like um um are filled I should say um just like it can be filled with a white man it's mm-hmm. just my preference to say at the end of the day that's not what I want like I really would like um and I'm not saying that it's not possible either right uh agnostic person you can most definitely fill my bucket right i think that you are a great man um and um but i just wouldn't want to sign myself up for that voluntarily yeah so does that answer your question it does um (laughs) okay and the reason why i asked that question uh is because uh what you express is essentially what's been expressed to me like throughout my Mm -hmm. my dating history when it comes to like I similarly like when when I think of what I want in the future, it is mm-hmm. dating a black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the majority of black women feel similar towards you, even if they are themselves wavering in their religion, they still want to find someone that will bring them to uh, like help guide them in their spiritual mm-hmm. uh, journey. And I'm never am able to like feel that so because of that and when I was younger it led to me like dating outside of my race Mm. which then uh especially when I'm attending HBCU got frowned on and then I got uh kind of marked as the black guy that only dates uh Mm. that doesn't not black black women yeah that doesn't like black women right so even now like when like I'm, I'm trying to date y'all motherfuckers, yeah. but and then like when uh-huh. I'm I'm out in LA and I'm telling people like, oh yeah, like I, I've only been dating black women besides like my initial girlfriend when I came out here. Mm-hmm. I I've only dated black women. So, but even when I I express that back and to my friends back in Baltimore, they don't believe me. Mm. They're like, man, no, you're not. Like they they always ask me, oh, where the white girls at? Where's this? Where's that? And I'm like, man, I'm I'm really off of that. Like I've matured. Uh, that right. was myself at a, a younger point, and I'm I'm ashamed of that self. But that was a reaction to, uh, years of just like being an outcast and like an alt, a quote unquote like alt black kid, growing up in a a white high school. I I fell victim to that. Uh, so that kind of like guided my beliefs. I'm, I feel like I'm lucky that I went to HBCU, which put me back on a path towards loving black women. So are you saying that, um, okay, it's very interesting. But it's been White, rough. Uh, non-black women accept you for who you are. Were you... Um, They're more willing but, to. Okay. Um, but you just didn't see a future with them because you want a black woman. Yeah. Like it's... And, mm-hmm. I, 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 even when I, I've tried, it's always like it's. It feels like I'm just entertaining it. Like it doesn't feel true, mm. and like it, I, I you're bored. I'm bored with it. Like it's, it feels like I'm. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain. You know, it feels like I'm wasting my time. Mm-hmm. Easiest way to sum it up. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? And 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 call it luck. Call it um, faith. I think there's somebody for everybody, right? And so I think at the end of the day, as long as you stay true to who you are and you don't try to hide that part of you, I think that there's somebody that's going to accept you. I think that you're a good person at the end of the day. I think you're a great man. And you know what? Um, two things. Um, 
it um this conversation when you first um when we first talked about it it made me think of because I really had to think on this for a long time because I had to ask myself what kind of person um was I like um what would I accept and um if we had this conversation when we first talked about it I don't I don't know what I would say right mm-hmm. um but it made me think of um do you settle well do you do you settle for a good man or a good woman because they're a good man or woman or person, right? Mm-hmm. So, because um, I always say just because it's a, I'm like for me, I like men, right? So this yeah. relates to me. But it's like just because that man is a good man don't make him right for you, right? Yeah. And so when I think of you and as you speak, it's just like, so yes, you're a good man, but is that enough? Yeah. Right. And I guess that's another conversation for another podcast. <laughs> but just be and, and I think that's a question that people have to ask themselves. What outside of you being a good man um, will make women um, want to settle down with you? But then at the same time, is that enough? Because I feel like I, I would beg to differ to say that a lot of women are just looking for good men. And that's OK. Honestly, I think it's just situational. It depends uh, mm-hmm. on who you meet, like. I say this today, but the next day I could run into someone who doesn't care that uh, I'm agnostic, that has their own beliefs. And, like, I could be contradicting myself right now. It's really mm-hmm. just been on my experiences right now, uh, dating at the age of 25. Like, I'm still have a lot of time left. So. And I agree with you because I think everything sounds good in theory, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and it all sounds good when we talk about it. So I agree with you um, with that as well. I, well. The things that I say, they sound good. And I would like to think that that's the kind of person that I am as the words come out of my mouth. Yeah. But you never know until you're tempted. And so I always try to be careful, too, on what I say because I think words are powerful and that's why I do my best to say what I'm never going to do or what I'm not going to do because you know (laughs) it'll come right back and hit you now next week I'm falling in love with a white man right (laughs) Uh, like Miles I found the love of my life and I don't want nobody to be shocked with my last name being X and my fro still popping I don't want nobody (laughs) that, that would make my day actually that would for me to marry a white man, uh, like it, it just the like for this for this podcast to come out and then for you to marry a white man, like that's for just, my wedding. That's just pure comedy. This? That's just pure comedy. <laughs> like that's jokes. That's nothing. But like that's funny. But you know what? Hey, I I do want to say um that's just my preference. Um, the nothing for anybody else. You can love who you love. Interracial. Um. Um, that's fine. You get me for yeah. whoever out there it is for. And I think that's powerful in accepting people's preferences and accept people's differences. Just for me specifically, as I speak on Miranda, that's what I want. I want me a black man. You feel me? Hey, I understand um, you 100%. Okay. I tried it. I tried it. It's not for me. So, All right. I'm just making sure. Um, and so um, I just want to wrap up this podcast. Um, do you have any last minute thoughts or anything that you want to say? Um, I just want to say I really appreciate you for uh, allowing me to come on your podcast. I enjoyed our conversation. Um, I felt like I learned a lot more about you through this conversation. It's always great to hear from you. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you. And I, I also want to say thank you for actually um, 
pointing that out of me saying a God-fearing man because um, because I like your spirit so much and I love who you are as a person. I probably would have said, like, God gets to earth. But you made me more conscious of the things that I say and, and for the people who are listening as well. Because I don't ever want people to feel like they don't have a safe space, at least when they're talking to me. Because that defeats the purpose of the podcast, right? And so um, thank you for bringing um, something different um, to my attention. Because as soon as you said that, why did I go somewhere? And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm seeing agnostic. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody is agnostic. <laughs> what is going on? And I've never, honestly, I've never heard it until you said it. I had to Google it. Even you told me the definition. I still had to Google it. I told all my friends and I had to ask them their questions. So I was just like, wow. Um, Did you find any friends that were agnostic that you didn't know? Um, No, I did not. I, I talked to more of my women friends and um, especially I talked to one of my like she's a she's a I don't know if she's very religious, but I know she is religious. I actually talked to two people and I was like, oh, you know, you single. And you're looking for a man. I need to put you on the podcast and um, and I want to hear y'all talk it out. But I didn't want it to be a debate because at the end of the day, I don't think there's no right or wrong. Yeah. Does that make sense? Your beliefs are your beliefs. But I didn't want to bring anybody on a podcast to try to convince you to feel or think otherwise. That's not what I was trying to do. And so, um, no, I did not meet any other agnostic people. And then I just found to see, would you date somebody who's agnostic? I just want to know. And so I'm going to... Um, what was the consensus? That... <laughs> <laughs> um, it's always interesting per... to hear. So um, um, one person said agnostic. They don't know. Maybe. Right. Um, as long as you weren't atheist. And I, I and I agree with that. It was the atheist. I need you to at least it, it sounds better to not. But be, you don't know versus you just don't believe in God. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so I guess you being agnostic weighed like, OK, well, I take that. Um, and then somebody else said, nah, yeah, that's out in a bad way too yeah so so I, yeah I, just imagine what it would be like if i was black and an atheist like numbers yeah but you know but at the end of the day too though i feel like there's still beauty in there's somebody for everybody i truly believe that you're not the only agnostic man in the world and i know there's a woman who believes in the same thing that you believe in where you don't have to be anybody but yourself and same with atheists if that's what you believe in my job isn't to try to convince you to believe in what i believe in does that make sense see i don't yeah but see i don't want to be with like another agnostic person i like diversity <laughs> like, i like, hey, like i want i want no like, i want someone that has different beliefs than mine like okay. if I, I know personally, I'm a very, like, I can be inward. I can be a little selfish. Like, if I think, like, oh, like, uh, what, what's the example I use? Um, if I feel like I, I need something, I'll, I'll keep it to myself instead of, like, sharing it, I guess. Mm. Uh, but, like, I want to be with someone who is more giving, who can, like, Kind of like how you want someone that will help you down your uh, spiritual guide. I want someone to help me down, like my empathetic guide, uh, guide of just being like, okay, like no, I, I've learned a lot. So of you things, need somebody like, to challenge you. Yeah, I want someone to challenge me. I, I remember I used to never offer someone my food. Mm. Like if I had a bag of chips, I would just eat it. But 
I would Aren't never. You the only I, child? I, hey, would you like some? I, I okay, am, but I was raised with my okay. cousins. Like that makes But we were sense. all, but like we were all like that. Mm. Where like they were just all biased for individual things. Okay, so let me ask you this question, um, and then I'm really going to wrap up. Um, yeah. But why can't you? Sorry, I just no, keep it's adding. okay. Why can't you? Why can't you have a friend that's like that? Because a lot of times is we're looking and we're trying to intentionally look for something or someone to date and to make a long-term relationship with, right? Or straight out the mm-hmm. gate. But I feel like if you find you a friend, even though I know you don't come in, you don't clean a room for your friends. I know that's for your girl. <laughs> that's fine or whatever. But I'm also saying, too, when you learn to love your friend or accept your friend and allow your friends to challenge you in the same way you would expect your girl to do that, you may find love that way, too, naturally. Oh, well, that is actually what I'm doing. Uh, I only, like, <laughs> like I, I'm not looking to date someone to them for them to become my girlfriend three months down the line. Like, no, I've, I've gone down that path. I've looked introspectively down my relationships. And I've learned that none of my uh, girlfriends have actually been my friend. Mm. Uh, we didn't really have any interests. Uh, it was always like us trying to build a friendship while we were together and not really having that foundation. So uh, I'm not like into that. I want to first be a friend, like have that friendship, have something before even going down a deeper path. Because if we can't be friends, why would I want to, you know, be your boyfriend or have them be my girlfriend? Right. And so if you could leave the listeners um, with something, um, maybe a new perspective, maybe something that they should think about um, when it comes to acceptance, something that you are uh, maybe uh, words of advice that you could leave somebody else who um, may be agnostic. Like, what would you say to them? What are some last final words that you can say? To someone that else that is agnostic, um, I would let them know that uh I mean, they already know that they're not alone. Um, more and more, uh, especially within our generation, I meet um, a lot more people that where their religion is wavering, but they still consider themselves Christians. Uh, so we are used, generally accepted as friends, but just to kind of believe in themselves and if they are trying to find that person that they will be, because we're dope people. Mm. We just have different beliefs. And so as people learn to accept more and understand that uh, just because they don't believe the same thing that they can accept them, I feel like, you know, will eliminate racism and hatred and everything else. Do you have any words to the black community as a whole when it comes to your beliefs? Uh, I would, I would ask for them to question the church, question uh, the structure of it, question your pastors. Don't blindly just follow uh, just because that's what you, how you were raised. Um, I feel like it is very ignorant uh, for people to, to never question their beliefs. Uh, that's why I enjoy t- having a conversation about religion and bring that up on a first date now. Uh, because sometimes it's interesting to see if someone has 
fault like wavered in their beliefs or if they are questioning their own selves sometimes it's uh you find solace in being able to like for example if someone is christian they're sometimes able to find solace with talking to someone whose beliefs are wavering or willing are willing to admit it mm. Thank you. And then can you please tell the listeners where they can follow you on social media? Um, no. No? They don't need to follow okay. me. They don't need to follow me. <laughs> you know it's so funny because I was about to say if, I was going to say if you want that. Um, so I'm glad that I know you. Well, thank you. You know I'm a private person. <laughs> um, well, if you ever want to catch Miles, you got to catch him in person and on the natural and hopefully he talks to you because he's a very goofy friendly person. Um, he became like my friend for life and I met him for the first time. Um, and or that's how I felt when I met him for the first time. And so he's a very cool person. Um, you can always follow me um, because I'm a very social person and um, on Instagram at Miranda X. And you can look at the blog about this. Uh, you can check out my blog on this podcast on my website at www.MirandaX.com. And that's it for this week. And I can't wait to see y'all next week. Actually, okay. can I give it? I'm gonna, I, I just said I was going to be open. Oh, I'm going to give oh, it. Oh, okay. Well then, Miles, uh, can, can the people follow you on Instagram? Yeah, they can follow me at, at your MJ, right? Uh, it's Y-O-U-R-E-M-J-W-R-I-G-H-T. His page is um, private, y'all, so hopefully he even follows yeah. back. You know, <laughs> this is just him being saying he's trying something new, so he said it. Now he's, he's going to just let the friend request sit there. But it's all good in the hood because we love you anyways, Miles, and I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm going to call you right after this. I'll see you next time. All right. Stay blessed.